0: I am Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello, Amplify You families. Michelle Elise Abraham here, bringing you another amazing interview for our podcast today. So today I am doing a behind the mic interview with Jessica Colhart. And I'm so excited to talk to Jessica because she's got a really cool podcast, and we um, definitely bonded over talking about podcasting, so we're going to do a lot of podcast talk today, get you jazzed up. Let me tell you a little bit more about Jessica, but let's first say hi. Hi, Jessica. How are you? I am awesome. (laughs) Okay, good. So glad you're here. So, Jessica is a strategic interventionist who works with people to understand their driving needs, their core values, and motivation preferences so that she can facilitate rapid change. That sounds great. Um, So, she's also the founder of the Women Who Inspire Conference and the founder and host of the Ignited Entrepreneurs Podcast. What's really cool is that she uses NLP techniques to dig deep into the unconscious of her clients. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be awesome. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, you're welcome. This is so great. Um, one interesting thing, like so funny, because I actually didn't know that you do NLP or use NLP techniques because um Evans and I, so for those of you listening that knows Evans, Evans is my co-founder of mypodcastcoach.com that him and I work together in all of our in all of our training and our education. And um, it's funny because we were just talking about now what if we used NLP. Uh, as we were speaking on our podcast, how would that work? Because we have um, a client and a a colleague who helps us with some of our clients as they're starting their podcast, looking at their intro and outro to using NLP to magnetize people. But we didn't think about it like on a regular basis. So do you use NLP
1: in your podcast, Jessica? I don't think I do it intentionally. I think just because I've done the training and I use it and I understand the language, I think I just naturally speak in a way that would facilitate people to tap into different areas of their unconscious, like asking mm-hmm. powerful questions and, and just reframing things and kind of getting people to think differently now, mm-hmm. I think is one of the things that just naturally happens for me now when I talk. Yeah, so I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Now, what
0: would you consider like a
1: powerful question? Can you give us an example of one? Well, you know, honestly, any (laughs) no, that's okay. I I love this question actually. And I've been using it a lot recently with some of my clients because the brain likes to solve problems. Mm -hmm. So if you're ever struggling with like feeling stuck about something or unsure of which way to go with a decision, ask, just ask it in a question form. Just say, if I could do this, what would I do? If this wasn't a problem, what could I do? How could I Do this. And the brain will automatically go searching for answers. You've basically given it a command. If you just sit and say, Oh, I can't do this, or Why can't I do this? You're now actually, your brain will go searching for reasons why you can't, as opposed to, How can I? now it'll go searching for reasons why you can. So it's very important to phrase your questions to get the answers you actually want. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. And like, not only that, but I bet if you're like asking yourself or asking your brain the questions rather than saying I can't, I can't, I can't, that's going to make it more likely that you're going to be able to do what
1: you want to do anyways, I would imagine, because your disposition is completely different. (laughs) Yeah. And so there's this area in our brain called the uh, reticular activating system. And Mm -hmm. what it does is when you tell it what to go look for it starts looking for it because our brain can only handle so much information and so it it dials in on what you've told it is important so now if you want something else for it to go look for bring that into your awareness be intentional about it and now your brain will go looking for those opportunities instead of the reasons why you can't so
0: Oh, awesome. I took Mm -hmm. my NLP certification this year. Um, I haven't done the test yet, but I took it with Adele and I'm, I'm, trying to integrate it into like there was a lot to learn oh yeah so I'm such a newbie <laughs> so like the integration period is taking me quite some time to yeah. to really like figure out like how to actually use it in the things that I do so those are some great tips and great ways that we can like really like just ask ourselves how can
1: we like oh my gosh that is, we should just be living life that way anyway shouldn't we <laughs> totally yeah imagine yeah. just imagine what our life would look like if we instead looked for all the ways that we can do things and Instead of allowing ourselves to constantly be thinking of the ways that we can't or the reasons we can't, right? Whole new world would open up. Absolutely, That reminds me of like the four
0: minute mile, right? Like how Mm -hmm. nobody thought it was possible until someone did it. And now lots of people have done it. So it's just that whole, yeah, thinking differently, thinking differently and acting
1: on it, (laughs) right? Absolutely. Acting on it. See, that's the big thing. That's what a lot of people don't do is they get these ideas and they get these inspired ideas you know that but then they don't act because then they still go back into that same limiting belief that pattern that right so it's learning to take that first step doesn't matter how big it is just that single first step and then you you've set yourself on a whole new path
0: Ah, that's amazing I love that uh, I'm all about like you know when people are getting thinking about doing a podcast they always get they get stuck in a couple of different roadblocks right and that at the just getting in motion and just the action of just doing even if it's something little like just oh my gosh over time that adds up and it makes a huge diff, difference that motion um, yeah I find that really a powerful powerful tool for sure So take us back to ignited entrepreneurs podcast. So why ignited entrepreneurs? What made you want to start a podcast? Well, it's
1: funny. I didn't actually want to start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You were forced to, well, well, no, but I got that inspired, like, you know, opportunity. So it was um, January of 2020. Um, absolute blessing. I didn't realize was coming, but, um, I was starting to pivot my, my coaching business towards working with entrepreneurs specifically. And so I thought, well, okay, what can I provide for them? Where's the gap? What do they need that I can provide? Oh, okay. I know I'll go ask them instead of trying to figure it out myself. So i I put a post up onto Facebook in a bunch of different groups and just asked people. I said, if you consider yourself a successful entrepreneur, would you be willing to answer a few questions for me? And I had overwhelming response, of Mm -hmm. course, because people love to share their knowledge. And um, but I had one lady say to me, well, yeah, but what's this for? Is this for a podcast? And I stopped for about, I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute, maybe. And I went, you know what? Yeah, it is. (laughs) And that was it. I just I lapped. I totally just went straight for it. And I thought, why not? Right. What else am I going to do with myself? And, I just jumped right in. And, and what's really interesting is one of the ladies who responded, yes, to me, Mm -hmm. um, she really pushed it. Like I have to give her a lot of credit as well, because I said, okay, well just, you know, give me a few minutes and I'll send you guys some information. And she was like, nope, what's your email address? I'm sending you my information now. Let's do this. I want to be your first guest. And (laughs) that was it. That was the beginning. It was, and to this day, she has the most listens. Wow. Awesome. That's smart yep. because I always say
0: people like, like it's interesting because so many people like shy away from the brand new podcast is like, Oh, it's brand new to the honey listeners. Yeah. And I don't want to be a guest. I'm like, guys, those are the ones that you want to be on because most people believe it or not, they're so chronological that they will actually start at the beginning of a show and listen through from the beginning. So those episodes at the beginning of um, a show before it's launched or as it's launching those first 10 episodes are going to be the most listened to episodes. So get on it like who cares if they don't have any listeners now they might have 100,000 listeners in three years from now so yeah <laughs> you know.
1: and, and yeah. I really think that um the title that you give your podcasts helps a lot. So hers is titled the money goddess. So, I mean, of course people are going to listen to that one, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Who doesn't
0: want to learn about the money goddess (laughs) or be one, (laughs) right? Exactly. That's awesome. So a year in now, tell us a little bit about like what's this year been like for you podcasting? What are the things that it's brought to your business,
1: to your life? Oh, wow. Like, just it's crazy. Like, these are these are, again, this is that whole back to like, you just need to kind of be open to opportunities because you cannot see what's coming for you until you take that first step. Right. And so I had no idea what to expect. I just thought, well, you know, let's just see. And if nothing else, I get to talk to amazing people. So, you know, in some cases, Well, in a lot of cases, if I'm really being honest, it's very selfish too. I go, I go looking for people that can actually add value to my life, Mm -hmm. right? Don't worry, I do the same thing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's why I host parenting shows so I can learn all about
1: parenting as well as this show. (laughs) So it's the only reason I do that show. Exactly. (laughs) better mom. (laughs) Exactly. I know exactly, and that's the thing is when you have when you have a platform, people will come. People want to talk about themselves. People want to share their knowledge. So, you know, you can invite almost anybody and they'll be like, yeah, I'm there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I started out and one of my my goals, of course, I, I like to have goals. That's what I'm all about, was to have my mentor on the show. Mm-hmm. And so my mentor. So, yes, I've taken my NLP practitioner through an amazing lady and I'm going to name drop because she's amazing. Her name is Lynn Robinson. Highly recommend her. Um But then I also joined like a community online and I took a couple of extra courses on top of that and joined a community of a gentleman named Damon Cart. And so to me, he was like, I want this guy on my show. Mm -hmm. And so he agreed and he came on. And one of the things that he said was that when he started, he's a YouTuber, that's where I found him. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he said to me was that when he first decided that he wanted to be a YouTuber and really gain um, his audience that he decided to put out an episode every single day for eight months. Like, and I thought, wow, that's crazy. But I look at him now, like four years in or whatever he is and he's got a huge audience. Mm -hmm. He's built a huge business around what he does, what he teaches. And I thought that's what I need to do. And I mean, I didn't drop a podcast every day, (laughs) but in one year, I did publish 85 episodes, which is more than one a week. I think it averages six or seven a month, right? So I just leaned in hard and really, and what a perfect year for that, right? With COVID, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot else going on. So I had the opportunity to just really lean in and the people that I've met, the conversations that I've had, had the opportunity to have with people that I would never have met otherwise, mm-hmm. because for me, having a podcast was a gift that I could give people. It was a reason for me to reach out and say, hey, I would love to promote and support you. How I'd love to have you on my show. Mm-hmm. And that's a really great way to, um, you know, just get people's attention and, and get them interested in what you're doing. And mm-hmm. so I got to have conversations with people that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm-hmm. And now, Coming out of it, I am now collaborating on courses with a couple of my guests. Mm-hmm. I've had them come into my groups and do guest appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, we've started doing work together. I've also become an affiliate for most of my guests. Yeah. I'm in the middle of a launch with one of them right now. I'm also entering into a launch with another one. Like The opportunities that have come to me through this never would have um I, I, these are not ideas that i had before right. i started this podcast so and it's I been amazing our, i
0: want our audience to just um get that golden nugget that you just dropped. Because if I I rewind what you just said a minute ago um, is that, you know, you and I have the same philosophy and I think our audience knows that how I feel about this. Like I use my podcast the same way as you is to reach out to people who I want to get into their circle. I want to get to know them. I want to to meet. And like you and I could have gone out and had a coffee, but instead I said, why don't you come on? Why don't you come on my show and we can have a better, like a longer conversation. It can be recorded. We find out all these commonalities. And then afterwards, chances are we'll probably be able to collaborate and joint venture with each other. And so, using your podcast and the key to this, and what I wanted the audience to pick up on that, is that you're leading with service first, you're offering something for somebody else to elevate them in their business and showcase them. So that's specifically why I do this, this kind of interview on this show too. Same reason is that, so I can elevate someone, invite them in and elevate them and really showcase what they're up to. Cause there are so many amazing people out there, but then that also helps us start the conversation, right? Of what, what else can we do together? Or, or this was a great conversation. Like what, how how can I support you? And how can, how can we, how can we further support each other? It starts a relationship. And I think yeah. that's a really key piece you just said so I just wanted to make sure our audience caught that <laughs> and yeah. it was that uh, it's a good that was a very good
1: value bomb <laughs> <laughs> thank you you know another really cool thing is that not only do I get to meet amazing people through my own resources but they're now introducing me to their people mm-hmm. right so other people that I would never have had the opportunity like my favorite thing is when I get a referral like you came to me as a referral yes. right so you know I I now I know of you, but I hadn't gotten to the point of really understanding who you were and what you did until I had two people actually say, you need to talk to Michelle. Michelle, you know, you guys need to connect, right? Yeah. And that's another just amazing, just benefit of doing what I love. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And so on your podcast, what's the goal of your podcast for these ignited
1: entrepreneurs? What's, what yeah. can you take them through? What kind of things do you talk about on the show? Yeah, so I have four different areas that I like to talk about and it's super unscripted. It's, I don't just pepper people with, with questions. It's like this, it's just a conversation, Mm -hmm. right? But one of the things that I love and the reason that I started the Women Who Inspire conference, who I need to mention, um, I have a co-founder. Her name is Autumn Rock, amazing woman. She has actually now taken that and she's running with it. Um, It's, so I've, we've, we've decided that that's going to be her thing now. It's amazing. You should still check her out. I've now decided to dedicate my time to my podcast. Um, but um, what was I going to say about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the reason that I started that conference was because I love to share people's stories. I believe that stories is how we can inspire, right? So when somebody can see, and I call it the transfer of belief. So when I can hear your story... And I hear that you've struggled or overcome something or chose to jump at an opportunity. Mm-hmm. If I can see even a little tiny piece of myself mm-hmm. in you, then I now have some belief in myself that I also can do that. If you can do that, I can do that. So the very first thing that I do is I always have people share what I call the birth story. So how they became who they are. That What was that aha moment? What was that pivot point or that opportunity that that hit them, that made them decide that this was my path. So that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, because I want to provide true, like, real value for people, then I have a specific topic that we usually cover. So um, in some cases, it's for entrepreneurs. It could be about marketing or sales or branding or whatever, but also it can be – Like I had a woman on in the very beginning who runs an amazing retreat center for parents of children who have attempted suicide, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a resource as well. It's an opportunity for me to introduce my audience to other resources that may not have known about otherwise. Um, And then, of course, I promote everybody. I always like to make sure that I support and promote my guests. So I talk about their programs, what they're offering. And then the very last question I always ask is for, one piece of advice that they would give to somebody who's ready to take their business to the next level. So I try to get a whole bunch of different little nuggets in there from all different angles, so...
0: Yeah, that's great. I love that. sounds like a really good show. And like, it's something so great for the podcasters to know that they'll, they'll get some value and some nuggets out of the show, uh, each show because of the way you've structured it, which I think is really important. a lot of people just go in and like have a conversation. And you know, it's interesting. I've interviewed a few people. I don't know if this has happened to you, but early in my podcasting time, I interviewed someone where it's like they just ran away with a conversation that was like totally not really relevant and all about them and selling their own books. And I was like, oh, I was like, like, oh this is not really like value-based here. So that's good yeah. that you can um, have the structure and like, you yeah. know, lead the conversation more to make sure that you, your audience is getting um, some really great uh, nuggets from
1: your guests. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, oh, I've been I've been on podcasts like where people just pepper you with questions, but you don't get to answer. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, you know, I really like to give my my guests space to get their point out there and share their stories. So, yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes back to
0: to, um, you know, I was listening, you know, listening to some shows that were like the seven day a week kind of shows, right, where they have guests after guests after guests, but they don't get a chance to like have their own two cents in there, right? Cause you're really focused on your guests while you're on there. But mm-hmm. I noticed over time, some of those shows, they have to start like interrupting their guests and start interjecting their own things
1: because they have no platform themselves. So do you do solo solo shows in your, in your podcast too? Yeah, actually. So I decided that there's a few things in my life that I want to be able to share. And so I think I've done, I call them mini casts and they usually go like maximum eight or nine minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that's kind of on my mind that I think would add value. And I think I've done, I want to say eight of them, including my anniversary um, edition of like, you know, how my life changed after a year of podcasting kind of thing. Right. So
0: yeah, that's yep. great. I love that. I think that's so important because I mean, that's something I would like to add into my podcast to this year um, is some more solo shows and solo things. Um, you know, so uh, I like I like having that mix of both, right? It's great to have mm-hmm. a guest. And, but I think like you, mine's probably gonna be a little bit shorter. I don't know if I can keep up a conversation with just myself and the screen for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, I can do it. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really could do it, but like how interesting. that! that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's so funny that that one-sided yeah. conversation, right? Yeah. Actually, another really fun thing that just happened was one of my guests, um, he thought it would be a really good idea if he interviewed me on my show. So we actually just did that. And I published that the other day for another sort of anniversary special. So that was super fun. And that's the cool. best part was that it was his idea, right? He thought of it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Then your audience really gets to know you and listen yep. to you. Uh, that's awesome. I've heard of mm-hmm. some people um, publishing shows that like they've done on other people's podcasts, which is kind of neat. Cause that's kind of like a commercial for the other podcasts mm. uh, on their show. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of a cool, kind of a cool idea. So 2021, what's the, um, what's the, and on the horizon for your show, your business, what have you got coming up this year?
1: Well, I think because I, went pretty hard last year. I think I'm going to probably slow it down a little bit because mm-hmm. now I do want to get back into my coaching again. I took a real, I took a real step back from that because mm-hmm. I wanted, I just really felt like this is what I needed to do last mm-hmm. year. And I spent so much time on it and and really learned a lot. Oh my goodness, the learning curve was crazy, but like so amazing. Um, So now I want to step back a little, probably publish a little bit less often. And I say that, but I haven't done that because I get so excited, right? When I have these amazing conversations. I mean, the other day I had one and I literally published it the same day because I was just like, this is so good. I have to get it out there. So I say that, but I don't know that I'll actually keep my promise on that one. Um, But I think really it is just... um, I've got a couple of names in mind of people that I'd like to have on. So the goal would be by the end of uh, 2021 to have created enough of a brand and enough of an audience that those people would say yes if I asked them. So I have a mentor um, that I started taking a course with my very first course that I ever took. Like way before I even took my coaching certification. And he just got me into the entrepreneurial world. And so I asked when I first launched. And of course I got the, you're not quite there yet. We need to right. And I said to the, I said to his assistant, I said, Well, I'll be coming back in a year and I'll ask again. So it's now it's that challenge, right? It's like at what point? Is he going to say yes to me? And so yeah. I'm not giving up on that goal yet. So, a good insider tip is um, w- watch for when he's launching something.
0: Mm. Then he'll, then he'll want to get on. Then he'll want to oh, get on. Like, I you know, like um, that. Start seeing like you know when B school starts launching Marie Forleo's and like so many different podcasts, um, yeah. or like when an author is like publishing a book or something like that. That's a really great time to get them oh. on the show because they're just about to launch something or have just launched something. And yeah kind of like on, awesome. their, on their radar to get out there
1: <laughs> oh I like that thank you
0: yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the tip <laughs> you're welcome uh, yeah it's awesome yeah and don't be afraid to ask people again like a second time like I think that's great like keep going back to that person until they say yes I know um who's it um Seth Godin he said no I remember someone telling us telling me telling story on their podcast how they asked Seth Godin about nine times to be on their on his podcast and he finally said yes (laughs) the ninth time they asked so all right so telling the number perseverance (laughs) right yeah
1: Oh, awesome. Okay, that's it. So you've just re inspired me. I, I got to go back and ask him again now. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, when you're working with your clients and, and going back into your coaching program, mm.
0: what kind of goal, like what kind of um things are you helping people coach through?
1: Is there yeah, any so a particular topic that you are really like, that's your focus. Oh, my focus is really about. Uh, I love to see people reach for things like it's for me, it's all about goals and vision and chasing what lights them up. Right. And it's funny because that was what I started with when I first wanted to get into coaching. And for me, it was all about because I was solving my own problem. Right. I didn't I recognized that I had created this list of all these things like New Year's resolutions that I wanted to achieve. And yet year after year after year, I wasn't doing it. And so I went out searching for how, how I can actually take action, how I can actually achieve things. And so when I first stepped into the coaching world, that was what I wanted was goal setting and vision and action and motivation. And, and then I kind of steered away from it. And I just kind of went into a lot of other just basic life coaching type of things like I can help everybody kind of Mm -hmm. attitude. Right. And then now I'm really dialing it back in because It is what I truly love. It it, it is the beginning of everything for people, right? If you don't know where you're going, you cannot get there. And so for me, it's really, I've re, um, I've relit up my Facebook groups, one's called uh, 2021 Gold Diggers, like it's all about just And I'm bringing in guests and just like really lighting it up, so that I can then um, bring a lot of value to the people that are there. And so all of my courses that I'm and programs that I'm offering right now are about like digging into your why and finding that deeper motivation and just really creating that um, like that those daily action steps. I have an accountability messenger group that I run. Right. And so every single day at before 10 a.m., we're in there talking about what we're going to do that day. And then at the end of the day, we're talking about what we did and then we reflect. And it's been amazing. The people in that group are loving it. So that's that's where I'm going with my coaching. Mm-hmm. That's that is going to be my focus because it really oh, just when I see somebody mm-hmm. kind of just go, oh, that's OK. That's it. That's why I want this. And now they just they a whole new fire gets lit underneath them yeah. to go find and ways to accomplish that thing that they want so bad that's that's what makes me happy so Oh, that's exciting!
0: And then, like that accountability piece, I think is so valuable. Yeah. So, like, you can find information anywhere and learn things, but like having that accountability piece to actually see someone through a project, I think it's huge, especially for entrepreneurs. We all have that shiny object syndrome that get d real d, you know, unfocused, whatever. It's good to bring them back
1: back on track to that original yep. goal that they were so excited about, right? Yeah. Yeah and I mean people I mean if if they start out with a goal and then they kind of start down that path and realize it's not for them that's fine too it's but it's like being intentional and and being aware of what's working what's not working what feels good what doesn't feel good and then you know even making that shift and going in a whole new direction just not giving up right not getting defeated and not letting Those feelings of failure, which I don't believe in failure, but if those feelings that people have of like, well, I can't do this. And so I should just give up because I'm sure we've all been there. But being there to just tell them that that's okay, right? Like, pick another goal. Let's just keep going, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Very cool. So where can our audience find out more about how to work with you and where you
1: are, um, where you are online? <laughs> yeah. I'm on LinkedIn as Jessica Coulthard. I am on Facebook. I have a just a girl like me uh, coaching page on Facebook. I have two groups. So ignited entrepreneurs, as well as uh, Gold diggers. And my website is just a Mm, I love that. And that just reminded me of something that you said earlier in the conversation,
0: how like, you know, your job in the podcast is to um, allow people to see something of themselves in what you're talking about, and and that helps inspire them. And I just wanted to end on that note, because I think that was a really powerful, uh, powerful thing that you said that really um, being authentic and being real and sharing parts of you, although it might be scary. And when you're a podcast host or uh, being interviewed on a podcast, that's actually what's going to connect your audience to you and really uh, move your podcast to. Uh, grow and have more listeners. So I just wanted to bring that back up for our audience to just, you know, grab that value bomb again, that you gave another one. And, um, you know, just remind them that, yeah, that's, that's part of the whole thing here is sharing that part of you. So that inspires and something can, people can recognize that piece of themselves in what you're saying and what you're doing too.
1: Yeah. It's funny, actually, lately I've allowed my guests to even hot seat coach me Mm-hmm. Right. Like I've, I, I am totally vulnerable. Like I'll let, I, I joke and I say, I roll over and show my soft underbelly because you know, it, it well, first of all, totally benefits me. I'll take free coaching mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also, it gives the audience a chance to just see what, you know, this person can offer and just, you know, it, it opens up that vulnerability, like you were saying on both sides of mm-hmm. the conversation. Right. So it's been a lot of fun for me. So. Absolutely.
0: That's so cool. Well, congratulations on a, a year into your
1: podcast. It sounds like it's going so well
0: and it's such an integral part of your business and what you do yeah. now and and the relationships that you've clearly made from it are have just, I'm sure growing your business so much over the last year. So absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And um, mm-hmm. if you can leave our podcast audience out there, some of them haven't started their podcast yet. Some of them have. But can you leave them with some advice of something that you've learned over this
1: year um, that would be helpful for them to know? Yeah. You know, I think if it's something that you're podcasting or otherwise, if you have that feeling inside of you that there's something that you should be doing, figure out how to make it happen and then figure out the rest afterwards, right? Like I like I said, I had no intention of starting a podcast, and here I am a year in, and it is the best business decision and personal decision that I think I've ever made, right? It's just been incredible. So if there's that little thing that's just been nibbling at you, stop holding back. You are holding back your genius, and you're holding back your gift from the world. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Even if even if it doesn't work out the way you expect it to or hope it to, I think also releasing expectations And just letting it go where it needs to go, right? Just let it be, let it grow into whatever it's supposed to be. That's the best advice I can give people. Mm, That's
0: great advice because we are not forcing it to like be something that it's maybe not meant to be like. This let it grow organically and naturally and like have fun and have fun yes. with it too. Yes. Like, I mean, so many of our clients say it's like their most favorite thing they ever do in their business. And I can relate because it's my favorite thing too. And that's why I'm probably three months ahead in our recordings right now. <laughs> Maybe I should start doing what you were doing and release more than once a week <laughs> just to get caught up so many cool people out there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much, Jessica, for being with us today and sharing so much value with our audience and, uh, amplifying you family out there I hope you enjoyed this episode and we've learned so many really cool things to take away from this and as Jessica's sign says in the background there make it today awesome so go out there <laughs> share your genius with the world your story is meant to get out there it's meant to inspire and you're meant to you're meant to share it with the world so go out there and be awesome and thanks for joining us today bye thank yes, you so much thank you <laughs>